Hey, hey, everyone. You're listening to Fireball Podcast with Ashley Mayfield, and this is episode 17. Hey, hey, guys. So excited to be back today. I will definitely be dropping some fire, so pull up a chair and brace for impact. I hope you have found value in the last few episodes we have done. I'm going to ask that if you find value today, you pay the fee. The fee is that you just share the content. Maybe you share it in your team page. Maybe you share it with a friend or a business partner. You can always share it on your social medias. I always try to do my best to repost every single one. So make sure that you tag me. So like I said, we are in the middle of a three-part series. I started two episodes ago with Let People on Your Bus. It is so important that in order to have a healthy, growing organization, organization, in order to be a leader that is going somewhere and doing something, you need people in your organization. You got to let people on your bus. Last episode, we talked about let people off your bus. It is so important that you are not trying to control people, that you are meeting people right where they're at. And when their vision no longer longer aligns with you, you have to give people permission to go. You've got to release people and wish them well. Today, as we wrap up this three-part series, we're going to talk about let people change seats on your your bus. So while we're in the middle, we've let people on, we've let people off. What's happening? What is the energy? What is the atmosphere like on your bus? So people are going to go through seasons, which means your business is going to go through seasons, right? I have had, uh, in my own personal life, I have had mentors that I got super close to that eventually turned into friends. And that friendship grew to where we were like buddies. This is like my homies that I'd like smack on the butt when I saw them, okay? Now, day one, when they were my mentor, I would never do that. But like a year down the road, we super homies. We'd be telling each other everything. We almost, it almost goes from this mentorship to a friendship to almost like a buddy. Now, it doesn't mean that I no longer respect them. It doesn't mean that I don't love them. Uh, It does change the way things are though, right? Eventually, you should be growing out of your mentors and going on to people who can lead you in other ways. And so I've had a couple people that have been like that. They were huge mentors to me whenever I first started my business. And then as I started to grow and they started to develop me, um, I, I cling to every single thing they said and they taught me these phenomenal lessons. And then we became super close and they're no longer mentors. They are more like my friends and my buddies. And that again, doesn't mean I don't love them. Doesn't mean I don't respect them, have utmost respect for them. But I don't go to them anymore in this mentor mentorship light, okay? I have found new people on higher levels that can take me to where I want to go. And so the same is true in your business. You are going to have leaders that rise. You're going to have leaders that fall. You're going to have leaders that sit in all different areas of the bus. You're going to have people who are really excited and want to sit in the front and then who are really disengaged and want to sit in the back. So Let's talk about that. We all know that leaders come and leaders go. It is probably one of the most devastating things in business. Um, As I said last episode, we got to let people off the bus, but we also have to give permission for people to lead how they want to lead. You're going to have people that come in and that are super excited and they're ready to... I don't know, like chase the vision with you. They're ready to set you up for success and their vision is your vision as well. And then you're going to have leaders that, you know... 
stop showing up as much and they stop working as hard and um, maybe they're distracted or whatever the situation may be. And it is really hard when you do business and it's hard not to take it personal because our business is personal. But what I find is that, you know, leaders go through shifts too. No one is above it. No one is immune to it. Um, As new leaders, I find that new leaders tend to sit towards the front of the bus, right? New leaders, when you have a new leader that shows up, when you have someone that hits a new rank or they, uh, you see greatness in them and you let them know that, man, they start showing up early and they start staying late. They show up eager with anticipation. They're they're on the Zooms, they're taking notes, they're absorbing the information, uh, they're asking questions, they're present. Do you have leaders like that in your organization? Do you have new people that when they step up or when you invite them to something, they're like so enamored by what's going on that they're putting their best foot forward. They wanna be the best that they can, right? And unfortunately, at some point, they're going to start getting used to that and it's going to get a little stale, right? They start getting maybe a little comfortable and maybe they don't start sitting in the front of the bus. Maybe they start sitting towards the middle, okay? And the exposure to them, it's second nature. The lifestyle totally affects them. Maybe the proximity to the leader affects them. In fact, I coached a girl one time. Uh, She was really good friends uh, with someone who had proximity to somebody in power. I know that's a really hard story to follow. Just follow me though. So the friend, let's call her Sally, she had proximity to her leader and her leader had proximity to someone in power. And so for the friend, uh, her leader invited her everywhere. The friend Sally, she didn't qualify to to be in the room with this, um, you know, person that was in power. She didn't qualify. She didn't win contests, nothing like that. But her friend, her mentor always invited her. And I had to say, are you not growing because of your proximity to your mentor? You're getting in front of the powerful people without action, without accomplishments. You're, you, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free, right? And so why work hard to achieve success when you're already getting access to the room based on someone else's achievements? And so, you know, sometimes our proximity to someone, it lessens, it dwindles down, you know, kind of like I said with my mentor. My mentor, the more I got in proximity to her because I treated her with respect, I showed up on time, I honored her, the more I did that, we became friends. We became really close friends and she trusted me and she told me things and- you know, for that, my, I, I did, I stopped, I'd stopped showing up the same way. I, it's not that I didn't respect her. It's just that I stopped showing up with that reverence to her with that, oh my gosh, I only get 15 minutes because I started getting access to her all the time. That proximity shifted my mindset. Do you have someone in your organization that's done that? You've spent so much time with them. You've done life with them. And now the proximity that they have to you, it's no longer exciting. It's no longer, um, you know, just this great thing that they look forward to because they know they can get it whenever they want, right? That's we've No one is immune to that. We've all been through that, but it makes them sit in the middle of the bus. Why work hard when I know I'm gonna get invited? Why work hard when I know Ashley relies on me? Why work hard when whatever, fell in the blank, right? Maybe they got distracted and they just don't volunteer as quickly anymore. Maybe whenever they were brand new, oh my gosh, they always raised their hand first. They always wanted to volunteer. They always wanted to be used. And now maybe they just don't do that anymore. Maybe they got comfortable. 
I don't know. There's tons of reasons why people sit in the middle of the bus. We've all done it, right? If we're not mindful, it's easy to find ourselves in the in the middle of the bus. And you know, sometimes it's unintentional. It's not always intentional. Sometimes we just see new people getting on the bus and we're like, oh my gosh, have my seat. Here, you can sit here. Oh, you can do this. Oh, you can do this. And slowly but surely, we start giving up power. We start giving up that proximity. Instead of owning it, and saying, no, this is what I do. And instead of consistently working towards and taking the ownership of the responsibilities that we want in the organization, we just start delegating them. And then we're like, how did I end up here? Well, you stopped showing up, you stopped taking notes, you stopped you know, being excited about the proximity you, you had to people. And now you're sitting in the middle of the bus. And so you've gotta be mindful of those things. Next, I often find that leaders can transition to the back of the bus. Now, intentionally, maybe they were stubborn. Maybe they forgot to be a student. Maybe they acted like a know-it-all, okay? We've all had leaders that were like that, that thought they knew better. Hey, cool, do your thing. Let me know how it works out, right? I'm not saying my way is the best way. In fact, I know my way is not the best way. But we all have had moments, even in our own business, where we probably acted like that. We were too good to take notes. We were too good to show up on time. Uh, You know, we didn't prioritize things the longer our business went on. And so, you know, I've also found that you've got to give the flexibility and you've got to give room for people who get in the back of the bus to get back to the middle or back to the front. And I have that. I've had seasons, just as my business has gone through seasons and people go through seasons, right? And so I've had moments where I've had leaders that turn on for one month. They're really, really excited. And then the next month, they're not as excited. They kind of show up half-hearted or it seems like it's 50% of the effort they did the month prior. And then I have moments where leaders are super disengaged. It just happens. And you can see that. You, If you're just attentive and you have social awareness, you can see when leaders go through this. You're gonna see when they're super engaged and they're responding to you quickly, right? And I pay attention to that. I pay attention. How quickly and how, like how quickly do you respond to me when I message you? And, and I'm not saying that's the only indicator. Don't think because you don't respond right away that that makes you a, a bad you know leader. That's not what I just said. But I am mindful of that. If I have people, and again, I'm not saying like the moment I text you, you must respond. Not what I said. But there's a difference between like getting back to me the same day and getting back to me three days later. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? And I have leaders that are really eager to connect. And then I have leaders that takes them 72 hours to respond back to me. And that shows me something. I'm attentive of that. I have leaders that uh, will rearrange their schedule if I want to meet with them. Uh, And again, I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal, but this is the reality is if you want me to meet with you, my schedule is a priority because of where I'm at in my life, right? And so I need you to bend to me. Now, I try not to do last minute meetings, nothing like that. You know what? I don't need to justify who I am. You guys are listening. Okay, it's fine. So sometimes I get in this position where if I'm trying to like, I'm like, oh, that makes me sound really bad. No, you know what? It makes me sound like a high achiever. It makes me sound like a successful business owner. And so I'm not gonna justify that there. See, I taught myself a lesson right in my own podcast. And so there are moments where I tell people like, hey, if you want me to meet with you, you need to flex your schedule. And it used to be a priority for them to do that. And now they won't make it a priority. They're like, oh, I got my Netflix episode I gotta watch. you know, And that's totally fine. But you're letting me know where we stand. You're letting me know how much I wanna utilize you. And so you're going to have these moments. You've got to let people change seats. And what I find is you've got to let people who sit in the front of the bus go all the way to the back of the bus and you can't stop it. When we try to control people and we try to stop them from derailing or going to the back of the bus, because we all know the troublemakers sit in the back of the bus, okay? (laughs) And when we stop that from happening, we're actually stopping lessons that they might need to learn. Maybe you need a leader that feels left out. Maybe you need a leader that needs their feathers ruffled. Ooh, that's some fire. 
We spend too much time trying to protect people's thoughts and feelings. Maybe, how do you not know that them being left out is the one thing they need to piss them off? I will never forget a leader. She was not recognized. It was like the first time in a long time. And uh, she was not enrolling in the capacity that she knows to enroll. And so she hadn't been enrolling in a while. And I decided to do like the top 10 or top 15 enrollers and her name wasn't on there. And she got so pissed off and she messaged me and she was like, I cannot believe my name is not on there. And it was a huge eye opener for her. I didn't have to go to her and say, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing this? Right. And being her mama and breathing down her neck, because then she's going to be like, get off Mayfield, get like back up, you know, oh, you're, it would have made her rebel even more based on her personality. But she came to her own conclusion. Holy crap. I'm in the back of the bus. How did I get here? I never want to be here again. And she was able to take extreme ownership. And guess what? The next time I listed names, her name was on that list. And so we can't stop people from going to the back of the bus. That, that doesn't mean that we let them go freely. Obviously, we want to hold people accountable. We want to be attentive to what's going on. We want to have social awareness. We don't just want to say, hey, Sally was here one day and now she's gone the next. We need to have social awareness, but we can't stop it from happening. Sometimes experience is the best teacher and people need to have their business fall apart. People need to have, uh, they get demoted in rank. People need to lose some money. People need to lose some people. People need to lose some of their pride and their stubbornness before they'll learn a lesson. And so don't rob people of that experience. I will also say the reverse is true. Just because someone chooses, because it is their choice, they choose to go from the front of the bus to the back of the bus, you can't withhold opportunity to get them back in the front of the bus. Hear me say that again. Just because someone chooses to go from the front of the bus to the back of the bus, you cannot withhold opportunity to allow them to get back to the front of the bus. So you need to make sure that you have a, uh, you know, that you are not so, uh, you are not so cold hearted that you just sever them, that they're dead to you, that you don't provide opportunity for restoration. Look, people are going to make mistakes. Life is going to happen. People are going to lose their mind. People are going to get lazy. People like there's all these things. There's good things that happen that derail people like success. And then there's bad things that happen. I've had leaders who have earned more bonuses than they've ever seen in their life. And you better believe they got complacent. Like I've had leaders that have earned such a special rank in our company and then they got complacent. You better believe it happens. It happens in every single organization. But if you are not mindful and if you don't provide an opportunity for people to crawl back to the success, to crawl back into the fire, you are not as good of a leader as you think. And I will tell you as someone who is super bold, super direct, and I speak run, that is something that I've had to grow in. It does not come easy to me because for me, I do take things personal and I am offended when you're not up in the front of the bus with me. But I have had to learn to humble myself and to give people the opportunity to rise and fall and learn their own lessons, just like I, Ashley Mayfield, had the same grace to learn as well. There is enough grace that was given to me to let me make knucklehead decisions, to let me make mistakes, to let me be a know-it-all, to let me think that I knew what I was doing when I really didn't know. I had enough people above me to give me grace. And it is my duty, my obligation, and my responsibility to give all people in the tribe, all people on my bus, the grace to move throughout the seats that they need, depending on the season that they're in. 
but also the grace to be able to come back, to be able to restore themselves, to be able to be utilized again, no matter what happened. So you need people on all levels. And here's the deal. Don't blame yourself for where people sit. I went through that for a very short period of time. You do need to make sure that you take extreme ownership, but make sure you're investing your time wisely. There's too many people that want to spend time with their quote unquote leaders who are sitting in the back of the bus, pouring into them, giving them time, uh, giving them their time, making sure that they stay involved, included when the front of the bus is suffering, right? And so I'm not going to tell you who to spend the most time with, but what I am saying is you've got to give people permission to pick and choose where they want to set. And as long as you're letting people on your bus, you're always going to have seats uh, that are taken. As long as you're letting people off your bus, your bus is never going to get too crowded and overwhelmed, right? But don't blame yourself. Don't blame yourself. Also, don't be afraid to ruffle feathers. Don't silence the recognition of the new people sitting in the front of the bus to appease the people in the back of the bus. More often than not, I don't want to piss this leader off. I don't want to upset them. You know, I don't want to make them feel left out. No, that's garbage. We need to make sure that we're honoring the right behaviors. It's the best thing that I do in my organization. Uh, I'm not a perfectionist. I'm not like outstanding at it, okay? But I do my best to try to honor the behavior of the direction I want everyone to move in. And so give yourself some grace. You didn't move people. You did not choose for someone to sit up front, in the middle, or in the back. They did. That was their choice. All people switch seats. All people move throughout the organization. Allow yourself to not control people, and I promise you will never be disappointed. Mayfield out. Mayfield out.